Hello, and welcome to another InventRight TV show. My name is Andrew Krauss, and I'm one of the co-founders here at InventRight. And the topic for this video is inventor help with patents, design, and licensing. Let's throw that up on the screen. So patents, designs, and licensing. Let's break those down. So patents, what is the big misperception when people are looking to get help with a patent? It, first of all, it's quite often the first thing that people think they need to do, and it's just completely untrue. Your friends and family or Uncle Joe says, well, that's a great idea. You get a better get a patent on that. And you should just, the only thing you should take from that, unless they've licensed a bunch of products and they have tons of experience in licensing products to big companies, is, oh, they're trying to tell me that the idea is a good idea. Great. Be flattered by that. But it's absolutely terrible advice. And you know why? Because the patent office gave you something called a provisional patent application. It gives you a whole year to say patent pending, fish off the pier, and see if there's any interest. So you're not out 10 or 12 grand for a patent. You're only out $75. It's a patent office filing fee because you can do it yourself. Anybody can file a provisional patent application. I have students that don't have a GED or a high school degree and they're able to do it. Now, some of you will be like, oh no, Andrew, I've seen patents. I've been on the patent office site, Google Patents. I can't do that. Well, when you write a provisional patent, it can be done in common English. It doesn't need to look like those patents that you've seen, not even remotely. You shouldn't even try to do that. So the provisional patent application is a stake in the the ground on a particular day and time. So it gives you a whole year to go shopping and try to license your product for royalties. It will, If you know what you're doing, it will never ever take more than a year. I would say ever. I mean, there's a small percentage of time where it might. It's a really, really difficult project. But it's, it's a great tool for 75 bucks. You can legally say patent pending. Utilize it. Very, very important tool. The next thing is design. Everybody thinks they need a prototype. Well, you know, I got a patent and I need a prototype now. Or maybe they do the prototype first, then the patent, or either way around, what, what have you. And, well, I couldn't call a company. That's what I'm selling, right? No, hell no, that's not what you're selling. You are not selling your prototype. You know, I think people have this perception, like, if I got interest from a company and I kind of faked it in a sell sheet, that they'll get mad at me. I've never, ever seen that happen in the 21 years I've been doing InventRight. We've had students in over 65 countries, okay? That's not going to happen. What you need to do is sell the benefit of your product in a marketing piece, a one-page sell sheet or a video. That's what we guide our students to do. And get the interest. And you can have a virtual prototype in place of an actual physical prototype. Now, if you go down the store and you can Frankenstein some product and kind of cannibalize it, it looks good in a picture, great, use that. And so I'm not saying don't tinker around with prototypes. But what I'm saying is you really got to put your best foot forward. And quite often, I would say 75% of our students or more we do virtual prototypes for them so they can show the product in the best possible light. And it's a lot more affordable than to try to build a prototype. You don't need to do that. Most inventors will struggle with that and they go, I can't build it so I can't license it. Hell no, you can show a virtual prototype, show the benefit in your marketing piece, big benefit statement showing the benefit picture of the virtual prototype of the product and some bullet points. And it's an advertisement for their customer. So they look at it and go, oh, yeah, if our customers saw this, they would want it. And so that's what you're selling. You're selling the benefits of your product. It makes it easier to chop vegetables. It makes it easier to flip burgers or whatever it is, whatever the benefit of your product is. 
That's what you want to show. They will not run for the hills if you don't have a prototype. Now, sometimes they don't want to do it and they want to make you do it. A lot of times you don't even need to do it. They're like, oh, I see what you're doing there. We'll go get some quotes and see if this can be made and made at a reasonable cost. We have enough information based on your picture. Maybe you show them some similar products and going, well, I just changed this. And they're like, that's good enough. So do not think that you need to fully design your product and make a prototype you can do a virtual prototype that's what our students do now there are exceptions if you're really great at making prototypes but don't spend months and months and months making a prototype now if you could throw together a prototype together in a day fantastic more power to you go for it and some of our students have those capabilities but a lot of our students don't so the third one is licensing so some people say well why would I only want 5% or 7%? I could sell it myself and I could get 20%. Well, yeah, sure, you can sell it yourself. You can struggle with a website that nobody visits and sell a 1,000 units a year and get a 20% profit margin maybe. Although right now with the supply chain issues, trying to source something overseas, good luck with that. The big companies know how to do it, but that it would be an insane time to try to do that yourself. But... Then you compare you selling a thousand units and maybe, okay, let's say you're getting a 20% profit margin. A lot of people aren't making any money for years, but then this big company, maybe they're going to sell 200,000 units and then they're paying you maybe a five, six, seven, eight percent royalty rate. And you do the numbers and you don't need to do any work after you license it to them. It's their money. It's their workforce and it's their distribution. So licensing for royalties and not having to run a business is very, very powerful. So if you need help you know, with patenting, designing, and licensing your product, this is my best advice for you. License it. Don't feel like you need to make a prototype in every idea. If you're great at that, you could do that, crank it out in a day or two, more power to you. Most of you are going to do a virtual prototype, and that'll be just fine. Don't feel like you need to have this production-ready prototype or some beautiful prototype. Patent application gives you a whole year to fish off the pier, but you should learn how to license first, and then you file that provisional, and then like the next day or week, you start reaching out to companies. Be ready. Get your sell sheet. Got your PPA file, got your list of companies, not an anemic list of two or three, but 20 or 30. We guide people to do that and then start reaching out to companies. That way you got a whole year. You'll never need a year to license a product. So this is my advice. If you need help with patenting or design or licensing, I know this is like big picture overview stuff. We have other videos with more detail, but really important for new inventors and people have been doing this a while to remember these tips because most inventors are not following these tips. Our students, we got students licensing almost every week, sometimes more than one a week. And there's a reason for that because they follow our 10-step system. So take care, keep inventing, and we'll catch up with you guys next time. Don't forget to like, click on the notification bell, and subscribe. Take care, guys. Bye.